Women Up Radio. Designed to facilitate women's empowerment. Improve your career. Develop your talents. Incorporate your passions. Achieve fulfillment and success. Hello, this is Anna Letitia Cook of Women Up Radio, speaking to the girls on the road about their quest to support women entrepreneurs around the world. Fernanda and Tassiana are visiting 24 countries, interviewing women and researching the conditions, business ecosystems, challenges and advantages that exist in each country. So today we're visiting Lebanon. Hi, Fernanda and Tassie. How are you today? We are great. How about you, Anna? Fine, thank you. I'm very envious of you being in Lebanon. I've heard it's a wonderful place for business as well as very, very nice people. So it'll be interesting to hear your experience there. Yeah, it's an amazing country. Oh, lovely. So what's their general vision of business and women in business and women entrepreneurs in Lebanon? Anna, we were very surprised and very positively surprised with the women there and like the ecosystem. I think Lebanon has gone through like years of civil war and like since the end of, I think, the 90s, they were like rebuilding the country and we can see that it shows and more like incubators, accelerators, mentors, investors are looking at Lebanon and trying to build like a a very well-structured ecosystem, both for men and women. We get the chance, got the chance to talk to lots of women in tech, non-tech, traditional businesses. And many of them were educated in France uh, because at the time they were, you know, going through the war, their families sent them away. And now they're coming back uh, to establish business and bring things that they learn outside to, to their own country. They have this um, idea that they want to go back. They want to rebuild the country. They want to make Lebanon, you know, a very thriving country. Yeah. And and they have also a lot of diversity in terms of religion and, and people from other parts of the world. Yeah, but I, it, it's all positive, mostly positive. But we cannot forget, you know, to mention that still Lebanon is a very traditional country. Yeah. So you still have, you know, uh, some women having to face some cultural and, and social norms of their role in the economy, in the society as a role, and really feeling the pressure of what about they should do and what they shouldn't do. Oh, really? So, yeah, and everything that Fernanda mentioned is absolutely true. And for example, we had in Beirut, we had the chance to visit the Beirut Digital District. It's a, an area in downtown Beirut that 100% focused on entrepreneurship. And on BDD specifically, 40% of the enterprises are founded by women. Oh, really? Yeah, which is awesome. I mean, the government's really trying to, to foster an entrepreneurial ecosystem, a good one, a, 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 a strong one. Uh, banks are, you know, are, are somehow getting incentives to put their money and invest in, in, in startups. So, I mean, they're really trying to make it very welcoming to everybody. Uh, but still, women have to face additional hurdles in terms of entrepreneurship. But the ones that we spoke with, they're, okay, bring it on. We are ready. (laughs) One thing that was very different from us, like it doesn't happen in Brazil, it doesn't happen in the U.S. So like in Lebanon, the law is not like the law of the land. It's not like the same one to everybody. So it depends on what uh, faith community you were born. That's the law who would be applicable to you. 
So let's say like for the Muslim community, the laws are completely different from the, the Christian community. So like the women, I don't know the specifics, but women like in the Muslim community, they won't be able to inherit it as uh, the same level of like women in the Christian community. It, so it affects a lot of like the, how, it, how it works. Yeah. Um, so I remember one uh, entrepreneur that we met, she said that she was pretty much raised in France. And when she came back, she, she was married to a French guy. And yeah. when she came back to, to Lebanon to establish her company, she's from the Christian community. But she said, like, she would go out with couples, you know, go, couples going out, and she would like to just mingle like everybody else. And they have this very, like, oh, if you go out, like, the guys will mingle with the guys and the girls with the girls, and they would maybe talk to, you know, some things different from business and, you know, investment. And she said, like, a lot of times she had a hard time because they wouldn't accept that her and the boys' uh, conversation or, like, the, her children would go to school and she wouldn't be able to be at every single, you know, parent meeting. And the teacher would call her out and say, why you're not showing up? You know, things that she wouldn't face maybe in, in France or in another country. Oh God, that must be difficult. Yeah, so I didn't know that at all. So for women entrepreneurs, what does it mean for them in the Lebanon? What's the, the differences? What what do you find that they think about entrepreneurship and, and how they can be a good entrepreneur? I think for women entrepreneurs, they are really being trailblazers because like in our mindset, everybody think like any, any, you know, like uh, um, kind of like Arabic influenced culture, all the men's, all the men will be very good in, you know, trading and negotiating, being the business, but women will be like more like a support role. Yeah. being at home, making sure that the family is good, the kids are taken care of. And like, so for them, it's a really um, movement of push the barriers and mm -hmm. to have their voice heard and to have their companies and, and you know, like being inserted in an ecosystem that not so many long ago were still like designed for more like men business. Oh, really? Yeah. There's one very uh, strong characteristic, not only to Lebanon, but other countries in, in this area of the world, in the Middle East, that maybe for people, not maybe, I would say for sure, people from other countries that, you know, do not have, didn't have to go through so many wars and the constant, the constant threat of war. They live with that in their daily lives. So you certainly have a different approach to life, right? Yeah. And in Lebanon specifically, I mean, you had almost, I mean, maybe more than 10 years of civil war. Yeah. Uh, and that brings another perspective in life and, and how you interact. So they face, you know, these difficulties of building a business with another, with another view. I mean, okay, it is hard, but I have faced, you know, even harsher and harder situations in my life. So I can deal with it. Yes. And they can change the environment because of that. Yes. So that, that's a lesson that not so many of us around the world, fortunately, I would say, and of course, we hope that change in the Middle East as well. We cannot say that. Yeah. So even small things that for them are small things for us, like the end of the world. Yes. Yeah. So I, they, can, they can teach a lot to us around that as well. Yeah. That sounds very interesting. Because, yes, they, they don't regard the little day-to-day -day 
issues that we think are catastrophic, they're like, yeah, well, it's nothing. It's just get on with it. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Okay. So what are the main factors in the business ecosystem here? I think now there's this support from government, like to making sure that they they just had a law that makes sure that banks would destinate like a some portion, like percentage of their revenues into new businesses. Bringing, um, you know, like mentors, experts into the country also and from the country to help new business to thrive. Have this idea of, you know, like things that we always hear, like co-working spacings, like are now getting more and more common. Uh, we, of course, we had like this very centric U.S. European view before we went there. And there's a lot of going on among the Middle Eastern countries. So a lot of things they they, uh, they have with Dubai, uh, with Iraq, or, you know, like all the other Arabic countries as well, like in terms of trade, in terms of alliances. And, and for us, it was very new. We kind of like, we always had this idea how, oh, it's like this. But once we were there, we were able to, <clears throat> to be more into the, the topic. Yeah. And a lot of like, because Lebanon, I think this is very, very um, the same thing as like for Singapore, for Israel, for for Lebanon, because they are such a small country, small economy, they all already born their, their, they launched their business with the idea of, you know, go global, mm-hmm. because there's yeah. no way they're going to be able to just... I was, I was about to say that, what, in term, you know, aligned with what, what Fernando was saying, that really, really focusing on developing, you know, product services for the, for the Arab world. Yeah. There are a lot of women that we have interviewed, really having that as an opportunity and doing amazing things in terms of education, entertainment, technology. Okay, I'm building these products and services focused on the Arab world because we all know, you know, different culture, different values, the language, of course. So they're really seeing all of this as an opportunity. It seems to be a very thriving moment right now for this. Yeah, Yeah. because they say a lot of companies that they just, you know, these global brands that we are used to to consume, um, it doesn't, sometimes doesn't make sense in their reality. And what they say, they're able to many times like to see whatever is going on outside yeah. of Lebanon and adapt to their own culture. And then they have like a very um, good product or service that will be a good fit to the entire Arabic speaking countries. They're very objective on, on the, the, the bigger scale. Yes. Yes. Very. That's, good. That's, that's very, I think that's very, very strong. Um, it's something that we probably don't consider as much here in Europe because we've got a bigger market, so we we don't see it as clearly. So, okay, so are there any particular challenges or advantages for the women in Lebanon? Oh, can we start it? <laughs> <laughs> I think because of the many challenges that they face, uh, they you know, as we were saying, they try yeah. to uh, think the most possible in the positive way and the positive outcomes and how they're going to um, change that. They're not very whining. They're not like a whining <laughs> population. It's like, that's our life. That's our reality. Okay, let's go on and let's do it. Yeah, there's one single challenge and we mentioned it already that, you know, kind of touches every aspect of life. One day we're good. Next week, we might find ourselves in another war. Yeah. So that's constant. That's their lives. They are used to it. It's not a good situation, of course, but they are used to it. So that's, that's the major constraint, that the major threat. It's not going away, but it's not stopping them. Yes. That's, that's key. Yeah. 
that's that's interesting it definitely gives a a different outlook and a different way of of doing business i think it exactly. makes it much more realistic but also it makes you really appreciate what you have and how you can do good with it so while they are under under changing moment right now i mean they know they still have a lot to to change in terms of the participation and how how women are seen in that society For, i'll give you an example for to open a business in some situations in some situations women still need a man's signature a husband a father uh, a guardian you know but they still do so i mean they are doing it of course it's not stopping them yeah but they know they have a lot still to achieve yeah yeah for me that's unimaginable but it yeah. must be so <laughs> well i don't really know what because i just really cannot imagine it um so yeah. in fact bravo to them for going ahead and doing it and succeeding because that would kill me the idea of not being independent and being able to do it myself so really incredible they must be very very dynamic strong women it's wonderful yeah. wonderful to hear they are they are indeed what about soft and hard skills what what have they in common or what have they developed I think, you know, that's something that come, keeps coming up in our conversations. The resilience, the patient, yeah. the, the positive attitude. These are soft the skills. Passion. The passion, definitely. That, But again, I think, and I'm not saying that women from other parts of the world, you know, they do not face maybe similar struggles. They do, and I'm, oh my God, they are all, you know, we all have to celebrate them. But we have really to to understand the difference, what it is to live in one of these countries that, one day you're good, next day there's a war. Because yeah. we cannot fully comprehend that unless you go through it, you live through it. Yeah. So I think they, you know, they develop some sort of harder skin in terms of, okay, keep punching, taking punches, you know, after punches, but standing still, standing tall. Yeah. And also the loss, like, I mean, uh, even though we, we see like the equality in the laws, like in the Brazil, the US and European countries, it might not be equal in the, you know, in the real life, but at least the law says that we are all equal. But in their case, many times, like even the law are not the, giving them the equal, um, yeah, equal position, rights, equal right. rights. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a lot for them to, to fight against. Hm. Unbelievable. Yeah. Okay. And what about um, the key motivational difference in Lebanon, which is helpful for other women entrepreneurs around the world. Is there anything that you managed to single out that you think is really important? I think comparing to you and other countries, other countries, uh, I think like the, the purpose of kind of like rebuild the country is a lot similar. Like mm -hmm. when we see in Israel as well, um, they have a purpose that is beyond themselves. That is beyond, you know, the business itself. It's not like, oh, I want to, you know, I have this brilliant idea. I think it's going to help the world in some way. I'm going to make money. But then they're pretty much focused on also like in their community, in their country, in their, you know, in making sure that they're going to be stronger and they're going to be more prepared to whatever happens to them in the future. So right. So it's really helping the, the community. They're, they're doing it not just for themselves, but also for the community, the country, the future of the country. Yes, definitely. Excellent. 
very, very strong motivation. And that's something I think we can all learn from. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so your overall impression of Lebanon is definitely positive, even though yeah. a lot of challenges, a lot of things, but very positive and moving in a, a very good direction. I think, of course, they say that